Fly me to the moon Let me play among the stars Let me see what spring's like on Jupiter and Welcome everybody to Sell Me in the Moon Sailor Moon podcast, the only Sailor Moon podcast that exists in the world. I'm guessing, probably, hopefully, hopefully. All right, we. <laughs> I'm Wheeler, and Jess is here also. Jess is Jess. I'm her. Me, me, her. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We are covering episodes twenty-eight to thirty. Yep, and these episodes were, um, <laughs> they weren't, well, they weren't that entertaining. Uh, yeah, uh, a fun thing that happened, uh, we had a guest planned, and as always, this is, and this, this is unrelated to them canceling this, but they had watched 28 through 30 in the dub, mm. which was all were, which were, Unfortunately, the next set of episodes we are watching, not these set of episodes. Mm. So that was that's a fun. <laughs> that, was, that was fun. Oh well, they, they were very good episodes according to them. So we have something to look <laughs> forward to in a little bit. I mean, you know, as we as we continue to watch this, I am slowly being reminded that the first season of Sailor Moon is the most boring. Yeah, there's a lot of filler. Uh, well, it's it's not even the good filler. <laughs> yeah, like there's a I can there's like I was thinking about it last week. The, the, there's one really good filler episode, and then there's probably a lot of other good filler episodes, but none of these are them. Yeah, none of these are them. I I yeah. Yep. <laughs> Uh, especially with this little mini arc right now, the whole Rainbow Crystal arc is just, it's, the Yoma are boring, except for, um, the we, fucking boxing angel from a few episodes We ago. have some good Yomas these episodes, at least. Eh, sure. We have at least one good Yoma these episodes. <laughs> oh, God. Okay. Well, I mean... There is some miniature plot in these episodes, vaguely. Yeah. Uh, if you can pick it out, but it's it's there. It's there. Yeah. Okay. Episode twenty-eight: The Painting of Love. Usagi and Mamoru get closer. Which is very misleading because honestly, they don't get that close. Yeah. The dub title: An Artful Attack. Oh God. <laughs> Um, so, as usual, Beryl is in her grumpy cave being grumpy. Yeah. The, <laughs> <a> note, <laughs> She's not happy. A note I have here is there's a weird focus on her hands. Yeah. I don't know why. Um, but I did pick that up. Uh, <laughs> so, Zoe Sites, you know, kind of in hot water. He, uh, Zoe Sites looks like he really needs sleep. Looks- yeah. I have a feeling he doesn't get much sleep um, <laughs> for various reasons. Um, <laughs> apparently, fall is the time for lovers in Japan. Hmm. I okay. That mm-hmm. doesn't okay. Okay. It's 
It's introduced as kind of like an important plot point, but it's not. Okay. <laughs> but the next several episodes, they really want to push home that it's fall and people are falling in love. <laughs> okay. Okay. I see. I see where this is going, but. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's very but much, it's, very much kind of a <laughs> random plot point. It's a very gimmicky sort of thing. Um, uh, Usagi is r- really stubborn about not wanting to see that Tuxedo Mask could possibly be an enemy. Um, and Luna is just like, well, you know, he, he's kind of not, he's not really perfectly cooperating. Yeah. <laughs> he took the crystal. Uh, that's probably a bad sign, but Usagi's, like, not fucking having it. Yeah. She daydreams about him uh, in the park, in, in like, a mm-hmm. reflection in the lake. That part is cut from the dub? Like, it's... Really? I don't know why. It just doesn't have the, like, dreaming part. Huh. Yeah. Maybe they cut it for a commercial break or something. Yeah. Because it wasn't, like, important. Yeah, this is, like, the dub... I don't talk in detail about the dub, but there's a lot of like weird, like re- reordering or like yeah. shortening of scenes and stuff like that. Yeah, that's that's really weird. Um, she and Naru uh, and Umino, by coincidence, uh, go to an art show. This famous artist called Yumemi, who paints pictures of love. Um, apparently. <laughs> This artist uh, never shows up to her own uh, her own shows, but because she doesn't want to be seen. But uh, we discover that she's actually there, but uh, she's like hiding in plain sight because no one knows what she looks like. Yeah, uh, the a weird uh, all, all the pictures are very obvious, kind of obviously kind of connected to the plot. Yeah, which we find out later that's because like she's one of the crystal beasts. Um so she would have a connection to the past anyway, but it, uh, it, uh, more on la- that later cuz I have a, a theory. Um Yumemi is in the crowd and she seems to be searching for inspiration for her next painting cuz she's like <laughs> she's like being really weird and like jumping around and looking at people. It's weird. And there's a painting that's clearly of Sailor Moon and Tuxedo Mask, like very clearly, although the woman has pigtails but no Odongo buns. Mm -hmm. And she's wearing a bow but like nothing else. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Which was really weird. Uh, uh, um, So Yumemi walks outside and bumps into Mamoru, who was looking at that painting. Um, and she sees him and is like, okay, this is this is my new muse. Um, and Usagi sees them talking outside and thinks that Mamoru is cheating on Rei. Yeah. Because way they're still dating. Yeah. <laughs> um, my next note is just awkward artist is awkward. Yeah, I... I yeah, it's very... Yeah. Uh, Usagi comes outside, and then Yumemi's like, okay, I want to paint both of you. And for some reason, they agree. And they just go to this random stranger's house to be painted. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, does he, I'm going to think about later. He's 
I think in the dub he says something about being a model, or he says, I don't. <laughs> okay, preface. I did not rewatch this since we had some delays, and I did not. We re-watch. oh god, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I did not yeah. rewatch. <laughs> I did not rewatch this since. And uh, yeah, okay. Well, I watched it. I watched it today. So, so yeah. <laughs> but like, I think he talks about bottling, like modeling before in the dub. Ew. What? Really? I think so. I've I have uh, this in, I have this installed in my head, so I'm guessing it is. That sounds like some weird shit that Overway would do. Oh my goodness. Um. So yeah, for some reason they agree, and when they go to her house and see all her paintings and shit, uh, Usagi's like, you know, to. To be this nice and to make all these beautiful paintings of people in love, you must have so many friends and stuff. Well, no, she doesn't have any fucking friends. Um, um, and oh, by the way, back when when Usagi was in the park, she fucking lost the moon stick and didn't realize it. Uh, yeah. For some reason, for some reason, Luna has been dragging it around town and mouth all day instead of putting it in her magical space pocket of plot convenience um <laughs> yeah uh <laughs> yeah uh when they get let's see was this oh no i know mamru wants like one of my first notes here is mamru wants to leave immediately mm-hmm. yeah uh i don't know yeah, but uh she offers him coffee and apparently that is just enough to He's a college student. That's enough to get him to stay. <laughs> yeah. So they sit down and pose for her, but they d- they're they not actually posing. They're just sitting there and she's painting something that is at completely different angles than they're sitting and it's weird. Um, but uh, she, she go, the artist goes on this, you know, speech about how uh, uh, she's like, she, she wants to her paintings to make others happy. And Mamoru ruins everything by saying that if she can't make herself happy, that she can't make anyone else happy. Which is completely untrue. And stupid and mean of him to say. And why is he the love interest again? I just don't get it. Um, uh, there is a... There's another painting that's obviously of... Uh, Usagi and Mamoru, um, where the the girl in the picture is handing the guy uh, a star-shaped locket, which is the, the locket that Tuxedo Mask dropped a couple episodes back and Usagi now has. And Yumemi says that when she draws this couple, she becomes miserable, like absolutely miserable, which was <sighs> inching into the plot, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Um. So. Uh, uh, before we get go forward, there's a couple dub things that are uh, kind of different. Uh, kind of wildly different, to say the least. Please go on. <laughs> Do tell. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> have a weird cutaway to Usagi and Mamru each having their own thoughts. Uh. Usagi is talking about how he is kind of a hunk, but with no personality. 
and he says, and she's he says that she's kind of looker when she's not falling down. <laughs> That's hilarious. I think at one point in the actual in the in the Japanese version, Usagi does mention that he's handsome, but he never says anything about her. Yeah. Also, <laughs> memory of vice is like completely different. <laughs> Oh God! What's he say? It's 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 basically the same thing about her wanting wanting to be popular and all that, but like not wanting to actually put her name and all that out there. And mm-hmm. he says she has the right idea. The more you keep people away, the less chance you'll get hurt. Wow! And <laughs> okay. Also, popularly popularity in romance is way overrated. Interesting. Yeah. <laughs> oh wow. Is that it? Yeah, that's it for now. Oh, for now. Oh my god. Um. So, uh, Zoe Sight comes, and the Yoma, uh, is sprung forth from Yumemi because, of, of course, she just happens to be a crystal holder. Um. The Yoma is decidedly lackluster. <laughs> it's generic. It's better than the last few. Yeah, it's just, it's so generic, and it's, I don't even remember what it was called at this point. Yeah, it's just, um, just like a weird angel lady. Yeah, it's forgettable. Oh, it's forgettable. Oh, here's a dope thing. Uh, apparently it's like a, okay, they cut it, so there's not, I don't think, Zoosite doesn't, like, break the glass. It just kind of cuts mm-hmm. through, like, him walking through the broken glass window, I guess. Mm. And she referred to him as an art thief. Interesting. Yeah. That's <laughs> that's a little weird. <laughs> um, so Usagi actually uses her communicator to call the others to let them know what's going on. Which has never happened before. <laughs> Usually everybody just shows up out of plot convenience. She's finally learning how to do things. <laughs> it was very responsible of her. Oh, oh. Uh, this, is, this is not a dub line, but this was a good line in the subs. Oh, God, what does it say? He's so pretty, but I'm scared when new zoocyte breaks in. Oh, I remember that. <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah, yeah. He is pretty. I mean, good hair. On that zoocyte. Hmm. Um, so Tuxedo Mask springs out of what we assume to be nowhere <laughs> uh, to save Sailor Moon because apparently he ran around the corner to transform, I guess, instead of, you know, doing it in the middle of the room like Usagi did. Remind me again how she's like not had her cover blown a thousand times. <laughs> yeah. Uh, then, um, and then Zoosite just backflips away. Yeah, and Tuxedo Mask goes running after him, and the girls show up. Uh, and Sailor Moon runs after Tuxedo Mask and Zoosite, who are now fighting on the roof. Uh, Sailor Moon manages to save Tuxedo Mask, and uh, the locket falls out of her uh, blouse, <laughs> I guess. She doesn't, like, yeah, there's nowhere to store anything. I, I don't know where we're supposed to assume that came out of. Um, 
But so it falls out and they they both go to reach it. And uh, the we're there's supposed to be like it's supposed to be like dramatic and romantic, but it's really not. Um, uh, Tuxedo Mask says that uh, she can hold on to the locket if she's looking for the princess. But the moon princess. The moon princess. But uh, Tuxedo Mask is not going to give back the crystals, which makes Usagi very upset. Yeah. Um, and that's pretty much it. <laughs> you, wait, 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 wait. You are doing the exact same thing, exact same thing Usagi did. Which was in try to end the episode before the Yoma stuff happened. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I know, but it, <laughs> so they they defeat the Yoma and yeah. <laughs> Yumemi's turned back to normal. And in the last scene, uh, we see that Yumemi has has decided to show her face to the art scene and uh, put herself out there. Yeah, good job. <sighs> The fucking end. <laughs> and they, her last, her last art is. It looks more like them, but still not like enough. Yeah. Still like barely. Yeah, it's it's weird. <laughs> yeah. uh, and so I, my theory is that her super ability that all of these crystal beasts are supposed to have, uh, was um like. How do I, how do I explain this? Like a psychic connection to... Yeah, like kind of a, um, she can like, I don't know. (laughs) I thought I had something. She can see, she has enough of a connection mentally to that, to like see what's happening, sort of. I guess. Yeah. Maybe she just has a really good memory. Yeah, <laughs> that happened thousands of years ago. But technically, she shouldn't have been there to see any of that happening anyway. So I, I don't know. <laughs> We're just gonna move on. Uh, yeah. Time for the Sailor Moon says I. Oh boy, <laughs> okay. Before I get to these, I have to say the dub name for her. Uh, mm-hmm. Her artist name is Lonnie Lanai. I hate it. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> And her real name is Peggy Jones. Uh, yeah, they, they, they don't try. Okay, Sailor Moon. I'm sure if we were still in the, in the 90s, those would be perfectly acceptable names. But no, they would not. <laughs> okay, okay. Sailor Moon says. Uh, Peggy's a mega cool artist, but she thought people expected her to be as beautiful as her painting. She was leaving, living up to other people's expectations. We all want to please people at one time or another, as long as we don't get caught up in what other friends want, like getting into drugs or other bad stuff. Oh, wow. That escalated quickly. Yeah. Uh, you don't have to do everything your friends tell you. That's it. I'm the fact that we just got to do the don't do drugs part of these is is great. Oh my god. Oh no no, one more line. Uh oh god. When something feels wrong, be true to yourself. Yeah. They really are just <laughs> like what yeah. What, what is the point of these? <laughs> I no one they could have just put in another commercial break, I eh? honestly, yeah. <laughs> okay. 
You okay? This next episode was better than I than was better than it should have been. Yeah, probably. it was. Yeah, it you know a lot went on, and it was it, it was a it was a break in the monotonous funk. Yeah, um, the monogamous funk. <laughs> the monogamous funk. <laughs> Season one, episode twenty nine. Total chaos, the messy love rectangle. English dub title, Too Many Girlfriends. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. Oh, God. Okay, so Makoto runs into Matoki in the rain and, and uh, asks her to make him food, to which Makoto invites herself over uh, to make the food there because she she's, you know, she's smitten with him because he reminds her of her senpai who fucked her over yeah just like my, um, just like my old boyfriend mm-hmm. uh, unbeknownst to uh everyone except mamaru uh motoki has a girlfriend and her name is reika and um apparently she really needs to make a tough decision we don't know what that decision is yet yeah um mamaru shows up and has tea with Matoki. Okay, wait. Before we get too far, uh, I think you may have jumped ahead. God, I hope not. You have notes about all the Reika stuff later? because yeah, I have lots of Reika notes. Okay. Um, one of the better notes is that <laughs> Reika <laughs> jokes with Motoki about uh, having Makoto as a girlfriend. <laughs> yeah. Uh, one note she, I have... She has good humor. <laughs> yeah. Uh, one note I have down here... Oh. In the dub, he just straight out, oh, I have a date tonight. Just says that to Matoki, to M- Makoto. Mm. Just straight out, oh, hey, uh, yeah, I'm actually not, not single. What? Wow. Okay, well, that completely changes the whole plot of the damn episode, doesn't it? <laughs> no, it doesn't, actually. I mean, I guess not, but eh. All right, you continue. So, uh, apparently, the big decision is that Reika, who is like a super cool uh science student person um he might be going to study in africa uh to see where life originated on earth yeah uh this and yeah this scene felt like a different anime it did feel like a different anime and it, it was it was kind of odd yeah uh, and one Reika note. I okay. I'm gonna ask you mm-hmm. the question that's on all of the listeners' minds. <laughs> I knew you were gonna ask me this, and the answer is yeah. Yeah, I'd fuck Reika. She has she has a milf energy. I'm just saying that. She 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 slightly yeah. I, she has I, she has an older woman energy to her. She she does. And as we've established, that seems to be um, a type. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to ignore the fact that my fiancé is, like, six years older than me. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Okay, let's go. Moving along. (laughs) Um, So, Motoki wants Reika close, but he also doesn't want to stand in the way of her future and her dreams. And then Motoki tells Mamoru about Makoto making him food. And uh, Mamoru mentions that 
you, you know, he's like, you know, Usagi, like, has feelings for you, right? And Motoki's like, I know, aren't they cute? <laughs> but Motoki isn't into middle school girls, as he says. And then we get a shot of <laughs> Mamoru feeling suddenly very weird about the fact that he's dating a middle schooler. Yeah, and then didn't Motoki says something about, like, oh, I think of like little sisters. Yeah. Um, and my next line is, is Motoki really that dense? Does he not, I, does not notice that, oh, they, they, they are kind of serious. I think he, I think he, I think he is, I think he knows, but I think he's trying to play it off so he doesn't come off as, like, leading them on. Yeah, okay. Fair. Um, uh, there's a fun dub change here. Ooh. In the conversation with Mamoru about the, oh, you know, they are coming on to you and all that. And it's like, it's a weird relationship about long distant relationships. And mm-hmm. and Mamoru like saying that, oh, me and Ray are kind of not, we're not really a relationship. Oh. Yeah, it's very weird. But like, huh. also not out of character, maybe. I mean, no, it's not that out of character, but... <laughs> Yeah. But, huh. Yeah. <laughs> so, Makoto goes over to Matoki's place before school um, and barges into his fucking apartment, which is rude. Uh, and appara- it's it's really gross inside, so Makoto cleans it yeah. right then and there. Yeah, um... and, fi- and finds the picture of him and his girlfriend. Yeah. Which she is obviously distressed about. And she tells Usagi about it. And Usagi's upset too. Uh, and admits that, she, you know, she has feelings for Motoki as well. And uh, Usagi and Makoto decide uh, to try and win Motoki's heart. Somehow. Yeah, uh, they work on their home wrecking strategy. Mm-hmm. And uh, Mamoru shows up and instantly knows what's going on and discourages them from doing that because uh, well it's a bad idea anyway also he calls them bunhead and giant yeah that was really rude that was extremely rude um Mamoru you are losing more and more points by the day yeah um so they um they go in to try and talk to Matoki uh but he's off for and my note my big note here is why does that game shop employee look like Shinji Ikari in his coked out forties? <laughs> I yeah. I Am I wrong? Yeah, I can see it. <laughs> he had a hard uh, life. He had a hard life. Yeah. So well, we head back to the cave. <laughs> and Zoe Sight and Kunsite are talking. Uh, and apparently the uh, new, the the next crystal beast to be awakened is conveniently um, inside Reika. Yeah. And Zoe Sight gets really jealous because Kunzite says that Reika's pretty. And uh, <laughs> Kunzite manifests a gay rose for Zoe Sight to, to apologize. Yeah, uh, I have this conversation now, but first, uh, I have important notes here. Uh, gain the subs, straighten the dub. <laughs> yeah, important note. Important note. Uh, I have this whole <laughs> d- dub conversation whole thing now. This, <laughs> <'cause> like, 
<laughs> I really, I'm sorry to interrupt, but I really kind of want a t-shirt that says gay in the sub, straight in the top. <laughs> uh, hmm. Make it hmm. happen. Hmm. Okay. 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 No merch. <laughs> okay. Let me get this conversation down. Okay. Too bad. Too bad. We have to destroy such beauty. How can you say that of a human malicite? You told me I was the ultimate example of perfect beauty. Shh, don't be mad. Queen Barrow will see your anger as weakness. Zoocyte, you know there's no mo- no one more important to me. Kunzite <laughs> is, uh, is terrible. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I would also like to point out that there's actually no reason for this scene other than gay evil energy. <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> that's that's the only reason why this um so makoto confronts reika um and straight up tells her that if if she really loves motoki uh she should make a decision uh to stay with him and then she's like oops i was supposed to tell her to do the other thing to, no, to leave doesn't she say oh yeah no she says oh the relationship the relationship could still work even after you co- go and come back yeah, yeah. Which is That's, which is the worst of both options. It, I mean, for yeah, her, for, for, I for, mean, for her to say, I mean, at least. Yeah, yeah. Um, there's a very yikes daydream. Oh yeah, I have the okay. My is I have horny dream written down. I and I'm mm-hmm. as I'm as we are recording this, I'm rewatching the dub episode, so I have no idea what. But I'm what that note has to do with this. <laughs> Let me try to conjure it in my brain. Oh, okay. So <laughs> Usagi has this like daydream about Motoki uh basically asking her to um she he, he in the daydream he compliments her apron because she's like doing housework for him. And uh, he, like, asks her to uh, be his wife. And it's, there's very weird sexual energy around it. And I'm not a fan of mm, it. Yeah. That's uh, Usagi is terrifyingly cringe <laughs> sometimes. Yeah, um, uh, like the whole cup thing. Mm-hmm. Well, well, yeah, well. That mm-hmm. she, she apparently yeah okay, in the dub she gave Motoki that cup apparently yeah ooh really that's that's even weird that's that's yeah that's weirder I, that's even weirder I know it's something weird <laughs> no just like it's weird in the subs as well but like that's yeah in the subs she like picks up this cup that has tea still left in it, and she's, like, breathing in the aroma. Yeah. (laughs) And she's like, ah, this is tea that Motoki drank. (laughs) So weird. Yeah. Um, uh, So, Osagi is useless in the kitchen, because she and Makoto are making food, but she she fucking sucks (laughs) at everything in the kitchen. Yeah. Um, and it's it's at this convenient moment that Reika calls my phone saying that she uh, made a decision. Um, so he leaves these two children in his house while he runs out to 
see this other woman. Um, but he's gone for a long time. Yeah. And we don't get to see anything that happens while he's Yeah. By the time, <laughs> weird. By the time they cut back to the house, it's sunset and they are very angry about him just leaving. Mm-hmm. Not about not about anything else, just angry about him leaving. Yeah. <laughs> and um I guess is it how do they figure out something weird's going on? Does Luna like pop in? I don't remember. They don't. I don't think they do. They just transform Alpha because they were angry about him leaving. Oh my god, that's even weirder. Okay. So they transform, I guess, and uh, they run out. And the next thing we see, keep in mind, we haven't seen anything <laughs> about him since he left the house. Yeah. Uh, he and Breka are surrounded by fire, and Motoki is trying to fist fight Zoicide. Yeah. <laughs> what, we missed a lot. Yeah, like, seems a little vital. <laughs> um, uh, so, uh, uh, Zoisai takes the fucking crystal from Reika and she turns into a um, which I I don't even which Yoma was this? What did it look like? It's had the undercut the of the oh yeah. that's right it looked like disappointing lesbian. <laughs> <laughs> it looks like me at Pride next year. <laughs> <laughs> this um, this is honestly the best of the of the whatever crystal yoma <laughs> yeah, so far which this, this has been a low bar it's been a low bar <laughs> this bar is on the ground yeah you gotta step over the bar um so um tuxedo mask shows up because yeah he's got, you know stuff to do um because he's there for the crystal. Uh, and the girls are there. And they're getting attacked by weird amoebas. The amoeba brothers show up. <laughs> yeah, this, um, this is the science one. Yeah, this is the science one. Science lesbian. <laughs> um, so the uh, Jupiter does her thunder mojo. And the, the Yoma manifests a... Erlenmeyer flask and bottles the thunder, which is admittedly kind of cool. Yeah. So. Um, and then uh, Ami and Ray are here, and um, uh, Ami knows science, so they- Ami knows science, so <laughs> there you go. Um, her and her and Makoto says say science stuff for a moment, which do they? Yeah. Really? After, before the healing and after Ami shows up, they say like, they say like a science line, which is weird. Wow. Um, (laughs) I have another note about Ray saying something or doing something, but I literally can't read my own handwriting. So we're going to forget that. (laughs) Uh, This time Zoe site ends up getting the, uh, I guess, I guess that, uh, Gay motivation from earlier worked. Uh, I think I think I know what the way that you're talking about. I don't have it down, but I think she said something like right before the science line. She said something like snarky, hmm. for sure. Something smart, snarky, because she has that face that she does when she says something snarky. 
there's we can all we can just assume that she was being a bitch about something yeah um and then at the, the that's pretty much it but at the end there's a heartwarming scene between Reika and Matoki at the airport uh because they have decided to stay in a relationship while she leaves and yeah. and Makoto and Usagi decide to still go after <laughs> Matoki <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah uh, this next Sailor Moon says is a weird one. Kind of like the last one in a weird one. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. For Lita, it was a real blow finding out that Andrew had a girlfriend. Lita's life's, ah, life's full of blows, but the trick is knowing how to get over them. Yeah, it really helped talking to my friend, but the best help can come from counselors or, believe it or not, your parents. Talking. <laughs> <laughs> Talk- That's funny. <laughs> Talking always. I didn't know this was a comedy show. <laughs> Talking always helps me, but a lot of kids get depressed and clam up. They feel when they feel like there is no one who can possibly understand them. If you're feeling that way, please reach out for help. Don't try to solve it alone. It- Did Sailor Moon really just tell me how to deal with my depression? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, they did. Yeah, they did. I- clam up. Wow. Okay. <laughs> uh, so, <laughs> this next episode, I don't have that many notes for. You don't need a lot for this one. I remember this one very clearly, and I don't know, mm. and I don't, I shouldn't, because it's nothing happens. Well, no, but it's important. It is important. It's important for one reason. Okay, so, season one, episode 30, Grandpa Loses Control. Ray in danger. My first note is it's Chad. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Dub title: Grandpa's Follies. It's Chad. I love Chad. Yeah, we start the episode with a hobo and grandpa on top. <laughs> of He's not a hobo. He's a drunk man who yeah. probably fired. Yeah, it gives a filthy filthy. <laughs> <laughs> um, so right off the bat, Zoisite shows up uh because Ray's grandpa is one of the crystal beasts. Yeah. Uh and uh grandpa is able to fight off the attack because he has, you know, spiritual powers because he's a fucking priest dude. Yeah. Pretty cool. Yeah. Um, this would be really interesting if it was more of this episode. Mm-hmm. Um uh, so yeah, he fights off the attack, and Zoisite's like fuck, and then Phobos and Deimos, the uh, the ravens, try to pluck his eyes out, which is kind of funny. Um, so that happens, and uh, the then we we cut to uh, well, it doesn't really cut because Grandpa kind of like falls off the roof, I guess. <laughs> yeah, and um, I don't think Ray even sees Zoisite. Just no. No. Uh, she sensed that there was some, like, bad mojo going on, but when she comes out, uh, uh, Chad, or Japanese name, Yorichiro, uh, he, he's laying on the steps, and she's like, what the fuck? And uh, he says that he wants to become a artist at the temple. Uh, he says that, but he really just fell in love with Ray. 
Yeah, that's that's really it. <laughs> um, so in the following days, Ray's grandpa's super weird. Uh, and uh, he's been like super emotional and stuff, and he keeps pulling pranks on Chad. And uh, Usagi thinks this shit is hilarious. <laughs> I mean, Usagi's not wrong. Yeah, but no one... Uh, Ray's got such a bad attitude that no one really wants to hang around. Um, and uh, so everybody starts to leave. Um, and Usagi notices that uh, Chad and Ray have some chemistry. Uh, <laughs> and so... Uh, she she wants to play Cupid, and she transforms with the Luna pen into a fortune. Yeah, it's, it's obviously still her. <laughs> I it's always it's normally always obviously, but this time it's more obvious because Ray is also mm-hmm. knows everything, so she knows. Well, yeah, she knows everything because it it's her power to know everything. Um. Uh, Ray is so pissed off about this that she breaks off. Um, which, in my opinion, it's a big step for her character to admit they were friends at all. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, Usagi's really upset about this, and Luna tries to cheer Usagi up with, with some Daifuku. Yeah. Um, and Usagi gets the great idea to share the Daifuku with Ray. Um, which ends up being a good thing, because uh, Zoisite returns uh, and to to come back for the crystal, and then um, uh, Tuxedo Mask shows up as he does. Yeah. Uh, and so Ray was in the bath when her grandpa turned into, a man, and Chad came running in and saw her name. Uh, and it took two seconds for Grandpa to to break into the building. And uh, somehow during those two seconds, she Ray got had, yeah. she put on her whole Miko fit somehow. Yeah. That I mean, I'm not Japanese, and I, I I've never worn something like that. But there are so many complex folds and tucks and uh, ties that need to be done. It seems on that outfit that I she even had socks on. <laughs> like, yeah, like. Yeah, this is one scene, then oh, one second, then the next is oh, dressed. Yeah, uh, you, Chad, uh, protects Ray, which uh, really, really sets something off in Ray. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, uh, the the Yoma that is, you know, Ray's grandpa attacks her, uh, and it's. It it really looks like he's gonna try and like break through it, but it it doesn't work. Um, Usagi finally gets there and transforms, and um, it was at this point that I noticed, and I went back through. And I don't know if this is just the way it was uploaded on Hulu or what, but I noticed that there's some weird issues with background music. Uh, like it keeps going in and out like it's elevator music. <laughs> it, it's it's really weird. I don't know if you noticed, but like it fades. It like it's normal, and then it goes to like being in another room. Hmm. It was it was really weird. Um, uh, Grandpa returns to normal because 
it wouldn't be an episode of Sailor Moon if, you know, things were left awful. Yeah. Right? Wink, wonk. <laughs> and then um, Ray and Sagi have a make up their friendship. Mm-hmm. And everybody eats Daifuku. And uh, Ray gives Chad a smooch on the cheek. Yeah. Uh, and <laughs> then there's a weird they talk about marriage. Uh, and then Grandpa, oh, yeah. Grandpa gets upset <laughs> and chases Chad around for a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the and, du- <laughs> in the dub, uh, Grandpa says she can't date till she's at least eighteen, at least sixteen. Mm-hmm. Which reminds me that everybody's fourteen. <laughs> yeah. How, except, how, except all of the men. How, yeah, about to ask, how old is Chad? Uh well, considering what he looked like in the scene, I assume like a businessman who had been fired and was drinking misery away. So I think he's in his twenties, which would make him even older than Mamaru, which <laughs> is it's worse. <laughs> it yeah. makes everything worse. Um, but I just like them together so much that I can't even I can't dwell. <laughs> yeah, uh let's see. Let's see, I'm trying to see if there is any actual nothing. Nothing. No actual aid, so we just left to suffer. <laughs> <laughs> Why is this show like this? <laughs> oh god. Okay. So what's the Sailor Moon says on this guy? This one is is an, another weird one. Oh, are there any normal ones? Like, let's be let's be honest. Those ones are generic. Mm-hmm. Okay, Ray's grandpa sure wasn't acting himself today. Lots of lots of kids are impatient with older people. Some have hearing problems or can't move as fast as we'd like them to. But they have mm-hmm. but they have years of experiences that we haven't had. All that living stories about times long before we were born. <laughs> Don't miss out on what other people have to give us. Um, <laughs> what did that have to do? Oh, uh, guys, this is not. <laughs> this is not the Good best question. Part. No. Uh, well, in, anyway, Chad's a fun character. Um, he doesn't show up that much, but when he does, he really makes an impact. He's around. Why does that that picture you just put? <laughs> yeah, it's from. Why does that? Why does yeah. that look so wrong? <laughs> Yeah, it's like backwards. It's like his nose is backwards. Yeah. That's not how. Hold on a minute. That looks so. That's going to haunt me. Yeah, I might, I might make that. I might make, I, might make, I might make that the thumbnail. The, oh, God. If not, I, I can't find a better one. <sighs> uh, yeah. I don't know. I think that the I think heart eyes Chad is pretty good. Good, you you have a point. There's a lot of a lot of good images from these these episodes, like <laughs> like barrel fingers. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know why that's so fucking. Fun. Uh, I hate this show. <laughs> like, I wish this was a dub thing so I could say oh. Cheap dub talking, but just no. This is just no. This is just cheap, just... cheap animation from the nineties. <laughs> Got to recycle those cells. Yeah. <sighs> well, okay. Our next episodes are going to be are going to be good. I know this because I was told these episodes were good. 
Oh boy. Hopefully these are one next one's good. I'm gonna make sure. Yeah, I think these next ones are good. I don't think it's this these next three, but I think the three after that is show. Actually, mm-hmm. we gotta Oh, I've just figured out something wrong with how I'm doing this because something that I wanted to be next episode is actually the episode after that. Hmm. But still, it'll work out. Mm. <sighs> like, well, the, the big plot episode is the first episode of the block after next. Ah. The big plot oh episode. God. You mean there's plot in this? <laughs> there's plot. There's plot. Yeah. Uh, I knew there was a whole lot of plot convenience, but a hell of a lot of plot holes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, okay. To everybody, plot voids, I would call them. Yeah. To everyone listening, we'll, podcast will be back in a few weeks, probably. This one and the regular podcast. If you don't, like, go missing <laughs> somehow. I'm going to... What's the airplane that disappeared and then reappeared like 10 years later? That. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> as long as that doesn't happen, we're going to be back in yeah, a few weeks. <laughs> oh boy. Yeah. Uh, episodes 31, 32, 33. Yeah, this, the next episode should be good. They're definitely... God, I hope so. <laughs> I think we've scraped the bottom of the barrel, but... uh. Actually, no. The bottom of the barrel will be the Alan and Anne arc. <laughs> I don't even know what you're talking about, but I'm... <laughs> oh! Oh! Ooh. That's later. <laughs> That's after this. That's after this whole season. Uh, <laughs> Something to look forward to. <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. Okay. This has been Sail Me to the Moon. A Sailor Moon podcast. Thank you for listening. Fly me to <laughs> I'm not I'm not gonna I'm not gonna sing for this. We have to we have to do a cover. Nah, nah, we have we to do a cover when you get here. Oh, we get there? Okay, maybe. <laughs> I tell you what, we get to like five hundred listens. We'll do a cover. Okay, okay. Okay. This has been the podcast. Go, 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 go watch some more Sailor Moon, everybody. Bye.